Hello, friends. Welcome to Off the Beaten Podcast. I'm your host with the most, coffee fiend veteran and Shakespeare lover, Deanne McGill. Off the Beaten Podcast is the pod that gives voice to the city of Chicago and the amazing people who make this city unique. Memorial Day is an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May, honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. Originally known as Decoration Day, it originated in the years following the Civil War and became an official federal holiday in 1971. Many Americans observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries or memorials, um, holding family gatherings and participating in parades. And unofficially, it marks the beginning of the summer season. Memorial Day is the day when we take time to reflect. For me, it's reflecting the old adage, all gave some and some gave all. Though people like to thank veterans on Memorial Day, this isn't our day. This isn't my day. This day is for the men and women who gave all. Uh, This day is to salute their memories. In Flanders fields, the poppies blow between the crosses. Row on row that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie. Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch, be it yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep. Though poppies grow in Flanders fields. I deployed with the Illinois Army National Guard's 33rd Infantry Brigade Combat Team in 2008 and returned home in 2009. At the time, it was the largest single deployment of Illinois National Guard soldiers since World War II. During the 2008 to 2009 deployment, the 33rd IBCT suffered 18 fatalities, but the entire task force Phoenix lost 43 soldiers in totality. I'm sure I've talked about it before, but I can still remember when we got word of our first casualties of our deployment. Um, They were friends of mine, Sergeant Joshua Harris, 21, and Staff Sergeant Jason Vasquez, 24. I knew them both fairly well. They, they were both from my unit. The last time I saw them, uh, saw either of them was, I believe, at Bagram Airfield. I'm pretty sure. Um, I left the base along with a small group of soldiers uh, kind of a little bit earlier than everyone else. We were needed to fill in for guys at Ford Operating Base Rushmore, Fob Rushmore, uh, from New York who needed to get to Bagram to leave the country. I knew Josh and Jason were going to a base known for rocket and IED attacks. Uh, I remember doing a Q&A 
um, an information session with a soldier who'd been in country for a while. And we all laughed when he um, referred to the base they were going to as a death trap. There were a lot of those in Afghanistan. Um, I'm sure I wished them luck. Um, I liked both of them and we chatted fairly often. I came from a fairly small, tight-knit unit. Bravo 2122 field artillery, field artillery unit out of Crestwood, Illinois. And so much of the army is hurry up and wait. So you, you get to know the guys in your unit pretty well because you'll spend time literally sitting in a hallway for three hours. <laughs> um, yeah. They they both died, and, and I know I'm not going to get this pronunciation right, but they both died in Gerdia, Seria, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when their vehicle encountered an improvised explosive device, or an IED. Um, also killed in that attack was First Lieutenant Motion A. Nakvi, 26, of Newburgh, New York, and Captain Bruce E. Hayes, 42, of Cheyenne, Wyoming. I try to not let my mind get too wrapped in the details. Um, I think what saddens me the most in the aftermath of, of this time period of, of all these events um, is that Josh will be 21 forever. Jason will be 24 forever. Particularly in the wake of recent tragedies we've seen in um, Uvalde, Texas, there's something about that timelessness of tragedy that has been on my mind this week. Um, I encourage you to visit their Military Times memorial pages. Just take a look. Uh, they'll give you a little bit more insight um, about Josh and Jason. You can also look up um, motions um, and Captain Hayes's uh, and First Lieutenant Nakvi's um, I'll include uh, links to Josh and Jason's um, in the episode notes, but there's a really good search um, function um, on that page. If you've listened to episode 10 of the podcast, you've heard me mention that the St. Crispin's Day speech from William Shakespeare's Henry V is my absolutely, it's my absolute favorite Shakespeare speech. Henry V is a history play written around 1599 and details the English king's wars with France during the Hundred Years' War, which went uh, from 1337 to 1453. And I'm super excited. Uh, the play will be presented um, at the Gene Siskel Film Center on June 19th, in a few weeks, as part of the National Theatre Live, and will star Kit Harington as Henry V. Kit Harington played uh, Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. He's a, he's a really good actor, and I'm really excited, um, particularly to hear him offer his version of the St. Crispin's Day speech. Henry V himself delivers the St. Christmas Day speech in the play. He delivers the speech on the occasion of the Battle of Agincourt. The real battle uh, took place on October 5th, 1415, and October 25th is indeed the feast uh, day of the Christian saint, St. Crispin. 
But in doing my research, however, although Shakespeare's speech is often referred to as the St. Crispin's Day speech, and anywhere you search it, that's where it's, how it's titled, Henry doesn't actually mention St. Crispin until the end. The saint he mentions at the beginning of the speech when he says this day is called the Feast of Crispian is actually a different saint. I found this totally fascinating while doing my research. So geek out here with me for a minute. <laughs> Henry needs to make a rousing speech to his men. They are significantly outnumbered by the enemy forces. The real historical battle of Agincourt bears this out. Uh, it is thought that Henry's forces numbered around 5,000 men, while the French army numbered at least around 30,000, although some estimates are as high as 100,000 men. Henry's speech captures the sense of comradeship and patriotism, which binds the men together on the field of battle. I think this is why this speech comes to mind so readily on both Memorial Day and Veterans Day for me. Even if I only knew them by name, the men and women that we lost during our deployment were bound to them. I feel a responsibility to not only think about them, but to keep their memories alive. They paid the ultimate sacrifice while I myself had the privilege of coming home. And remembrance of those acts of bravery and valor is the least I have to offer them. Now, as I mentioned before, and thank you to the website Interesting Literature for this amazing insight, but Crispian is not a mere variation on the name of St. Crispin for the purposes of meter, right? Not so it sounds good, but he's a different saint. And even that one isn't properly called Crispian. So this, this story and this feast is, the, is based on a legend, and the legend tells of two brothers, Crispin and Crispinian, <laughs> who left Rome and settled in France where they became shoemakers. Uh, they both subsequently became the patron saints of shoemakers. Uh, they attained sainthood by converting many people to Christianity before being beheaded as martyrs. So Henry's speech refers to the Feast of Crispian, a reference to St. Crispin's brother, St. Crispinian. However, because the fortunes of the two brothers were so closely interlinked, they share a feast day on October 25th. Got it? Okay. <laughs> What's he that wishes so? My cousin Westmoreland? No, my fair cousin. If we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. And if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. By Jove, I am not covetous for gold, nor care I who doth feed upon my cost. It yearns me not if men my garments wear. Such outward things dwell not in my desires. But if it be a sin to covet honor, I am the most offending soul alive. No. Faith, my cuz, wish not a man from England. God's peace, I will not lose so great an honor as one man more, methinks, will share from me for the best hope I have. Oh, do not wish one more. Rather proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. 
His passport shall be made and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that outlives this day and comes safe home will stand a tiptoe when the day is named and rouse him at the name of Crispian. He that shall live this day and see old age will yearly on the vigil feast his neighbors and say, tomorrow is St. Crispian. Then will he strip his sleeve and show his scars and say, these wounds I had on Crispin's day. Old men forget, yet all shall be forgot, but he'll remember with advantages what feats he did that day. Then shall our names, familiar in his mouth as household words, Harry the King, Bedford and Exeter, Warwick and Talbot, Salisbury and Gloucester, be in their flowing cups freshly remembered. This story shall the good man teach his son. And Crispin Crispian shall ne'er go by from this day to the ending of the world. But we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England, now abed, shall think themselves accursed. They were not here. And hold their manhoods cheap, whilst any speaks that fought with us upon St. Crispin's day. Though we in quote unquote civil society don't like to talk about war and certainly don't like to talk about the costs of war, I won't let people forget my brothers and sisters who never made it home. In the military, we often talk of duty. I feel like now, uh, particularly now with everything that I do and this platform I have, that that's the least I can do. So please allow me to offer my sincerest gratitude to all of the Gold Star families out there. A Gold Star family is the immediate family members. It's the family of a fallen service member who died while serving in a time of conflict. Regardless of the time that passes, I know no words can ever truly comfort such a loss. To quote, I pray that our Heavenly Father may assuage the anguish of your bereavement and leave you only the cherished memory of the loved and lost and the solemn pride that must be yours to have laid so costly a sacrifice upon the altar of freedom. A. Lincoln. So I'm going to end this um, in conclusion. Please allow me to call the role of personnel we lost during our deployment in 2008 to 2009 
both American and our Afghan allies. You all will never be forgotten. I will now call the roll. Sergeant Joshua Harris. Staff Sergeant Jason Vasquez. Sergeant Kevin Grieco. First Lieutenant Jared Southworth. Staff Sergeant Jason Burkholder. Interpreter Jaweed Ahmad. Captain Patrice Sanzagni. Captain Brian Bunting. Sergeant Daniel Thompson. Specialist Schuler Patch. Sergeant Scott Stream. Interpreter Ali Ahmed. Sergeant Simone Robinson. Sergeant Christopher Abeta. Specialist Robert Weiner. Private First Class Norman Kane III. Lieutenant Florence Cho. Lieutenant Junior Grade Francis Toner IV. Sergeant Francisco Aguila. Staff Sergeant William Vile. Sergeant Voldemars and Sevics. Sergeant Andres Merkusevs. Specialist Lucas Sagejek. Interpreter Wasi Merweiss. Corporal Guillaume Barato. Major Rocco Barnes. Major Kevin Jenrette. Staff Sergeant John Beal. Specialist Jeffrey Jordan. First Sergeant Kevin DuPont. Staff Sergeant Joshua Melton. Sergeant Paul Smith. First Sergeant John Blair. First Lieutenant Derwin Williams. Specialist Isaac Johnson Jr. Sergeant Brock Cavers. Sergeant Chester Hosford. Specialist Christopher Talbert. Airman Darren Tate. Sergeant Raimundo Morales. Sergeant Garrick Smith. Captain Matthew Freeman. Sergeant First Class Tara Smith. In Flanders Field, the cannon boom and fitful flashes light the gloom. While up above, like eagles, fly the fierce destroyers of the sky. With stains, the earth wherein you lie is redder than the poppy bloom in Flanders Field. Sleep on ye brave, 
The shrieking shell, the quaking trench, the starting yell. The fury of the battle hell shall, make, shall wake you not, for all is well. Sleep peacefully, for all is well. Your flaming torch aloft we bear, with burning heart and oath we swear. To keep the faith, to fight it through, to crush the foe, or sleep with you in Flanders Field. Happy Memorial Day, everyone.